0: That's when the games begin. Yes, it's a game. It's a fun game that just makes you millions. Would you be okay with sending out 100 emails and getting back 50 that say, yes, I'll take a discount for a quick sale? And then you send out another email that reduces the price even more, then another, then another, then another.
1: Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with Passive Cash Flow for Life. Welcome back.
0: In this episode, we're going to discover how to make hundreds of offers an hour. I know that might even sound impossible because most people don't do it my way at all. In fact, let's discuss how most people go through the process of making offers and buying property. Well, it seems like common knowledge, right? That's easy, Marco. I got this. Well, first, you're going to have to research the area that you want to buy in. Now, perhaps like 99% of the people that are buying shit, they buy close to where they live. Maybe you want to do the same thing. You want to buy as close as possible to you just in case shit happens, right? Seems pretty normal. Then you contact a real estate agent. Well, the agent asks you a few pre-qualifying questions, as well as what your budget is, your experience, the returns that you want, and pretty much anything else. And especially if you have cash in the bank or proof of funds, something that they can hang on to so they know that you can actually buy whatever you're looking at. And if you're pre-qualified, great. If not, well, they're most likely going to shoo you away until you do. So you're not wasting each other's time. So you go do that. You know, you go to a bank. They ask you to fill in a bunch of forms. They do credit checks, ask for income statements, financial statements, tax returns, letter from your employer, letter from your mom, stool samples, semen samples, even your firstborn, and whatever hoops they make you jump through so they can decide based on your credit risk factors In their matrix, whatever the moon cycles they have, and if you're above or below their quotas for that week, month, year, or quarter, and they really decide how much money you can borrow so you can get wealthy, it's their decision, it's not yours. Just how shit works, right? Anyway, you go through that song and dance with the jazz fingers and all, you finally get all your ducklings in a row, with the letter in hand from a bank, you go back to the real estate agent, woohoo! So he, she, or shim is now super happy. Fantastic. Let's find you a property. Well, they pull a list, a short list, to look at what you are able to do. You pick out a handful, and you take a few weeks to identify the ones you like, do a ton of research, do more research, and then even more research. You look at each one meticulously, look at the numbers, the income, the location, the crime, the condition, the spreadsheet after spreadsheet after spreadsheet after spreadsheet. Ugh. Even drive by each one of them alone, and then with your spouse, and then with your family, then with your friends, and then finally Uncle Jim, whoever you want to impress or get advice from to make sure you're making the right decision well you start getting excited and you do even more research and that takes a while but you want to be damn sure you can't make any mistakes now this is important you can't screw this up because you're either going to make a lot of money or you're going to lose the farm and you just can't afford the mistakes now can you now you want to shoot accurately you don't want any snafus it's a big commitment a big check has to be written and you really got to be sure So finally, you love the one. It's the one. This is it. After weeks and weeks of checks and balances, double checks and triple checks and rechecks, you contact the agent to finally make an offer. Agent says, I got to make the highest and best offer or someone else is going to buy it. So I don't want to lose this deal. Maybe you don't want to lose this deal because in your opinion, it's a great deal and you just don't want to go through that. So as the agent gets the paperwork ready, bad news. Someone else bought it. Too late. Shit. Well, it's plan B time. So you're super grateful that you had more options. So on to your second choice. Now you better move quickly before someone else grabs it, says the agent. Can't have that shit happen again now, can we? So as the agent is preparing the paperwork and you're thinking, man, I really hope we get this thing accepted, you keep thinking, more stress. I want this deal. Please accept it. Stress. How do people survive this shit? Sleepless night after sleepless night? That sucks. Finally, the paperwork is ready. You submit the highest, best offer possible and hope, even pray, it gets accepted. And it does. And you're thrilled. You do the little pee-pee dance over and over again. You nailed it. You celebrate. You got your first offer accepted. Woo-hoo! Does that sound about right? Isn't that what most people do? Well, I'm sorry to tell you that every single step, I mean, each and every single one of those steps in that scenario is dead fucking wrong. If this was a four-hour podcast, I'd rip each segment of that explanation into tiny little bitty shreds. Look, I already touched on some of those points in past episodes, and I really want to make sure it's clear to you why that approach completely sucks. Here's a few brushstrokes. First, buying in areas based on where you live instead of best return is a terrible mistake, terrible business. I covered this in past episodes. Why pay $3 million to net out 100000 in some markets when in others you could buy the same net for less than $700,000 in other markets. Do you give a shit where the money comes from? I hope not. Remember that a professional third-party management company is on the ground managing tenants for you. You don't ever have to see the property. Now, I know you might think that's completely crazy. Why would I ever buy a property that I don't see? Well, I don't have to see it. Other people can, and it doesn't have to cost you a penny. And I'm going to cover in future episodes exactly how to do that. I, in fact, don't do any of the due diligence that most people do on the front end. I only do that after it's tied up under contract. That's what due diligence is for. I'm going to make sure the income is the income. I'm going to make sure that the condition of the property is good. I'm going to make sure I can get great property management to handle all the Jerry Springer tenants so I don't have to. I'm going to make sure by the time I close that everything is done. All the checks and balances are taken care of. All the checklists are there so I know I'm buying a good deal and so will you. I have others checking things out, so I don't have to. For free. That's right. For free. Quality inspections. Not a penny out of my pocket ever, and neither will you. Number two, good deals are almost never on the MLS, Multiple Listing Service, or on the market. They're off market. Listen to the Below Wholesale episode if you haven't already. It'll explain that. Number three, if you're dealing with an experienced agent, no agent, is going to give up their unicorn deal, this great opportunity to a one-shot wonder who might or might not close since it's clearly their first deal. They save those juicy deals for baller buyers, like me or you, if and when you get trained. Those deals go to repeat offenders that buy over and over and over again. They wanna impress them with the great deals that they find. Number four, do we wanna go to a bank to finance a deal that has their meat hooks on everything you own or going to own later? No. Putting your credit at risk, personal guarantees on the line? Terrible. One bad move and you're bankrupt. Now, I've seen that bad movie before and it really sucks. Asset-based loans solve that problem and we've discussed this in earlier episodes. Five, paralysis through analysis is the deal killer. It kills them dead. By the time you've done the research on a deal and if it really is a good deal, it's gone to someone like me. You have to pounce, and I mean fast. Boom, you got to take it right away. Real estate agent contracts aren't designed to protect you to do that at all. They protect the seller, the agent, the broker, but not you as the buyer you have no control if the seller decides to not give you what you need to close and satisfy the bank. If you don't close sometimes by no fault of your own, you can lose your money, get sued, and get sued for specific performance. State-issued contracts are terrible tools for those that buy professionally. Now, I cover the magic of investor contracts that level the playing field and protect you, give you more control in future episodes. Lastly, if you make an offer and hope it gets accepted, and it does, You paid too much. Offers are supposed to be rejected. Yes, rejected. The point of making an offer, at least by my approach, is not to get a yes, but to lower the price. A lot. Since the only way to make money in anything, in any business, is to buy it right. We've discussed that already in previous episodes as well. We want to be below wholesale always. No one starts there when they first want to sell. The good deals are never found, Great deals are created. So, how? What do I do? What do my students and followers do? Well, we make 100 offers an hour, all designed to get the magic word back. Can you guess what that is? Because yes is death. It's no. No. Music to my ears and soon yours as well. Now, listen carefully. No doesn't have to be a hard no or even a confrontational no at all. A good rejection is crafted. It's designed to lower the price of our counterpart and it can be done without you making a single offer at all. I'll let that sink in for a second. You can make offers without it actually being an offer to lower the price. Now, again, an offer doesn't have to be fancy at all. doesn't need to be a contract or a letter of intent, an LOI for those that know the biz. It can be as simple and as elegant as a simple email. Yep. A single email. Can you send a simple email? I sure hope so. So if you send 100 people that you pull from a list or have a property for sale by owner, and if you send them a simple email that says something like, you have some cash to buy the right asset at the right price, at the right returns right now, you can close today, only if there's a lot of flexibility on price for them in exchange for fast sale. If you're interested, let us know. Now, half are going to say no, or they're just not going to respond. So, what? We have half that will. Now, that's when the games begin. Yes, it's a game. It's a fun game that just makes you millions. Would you be okay with sending out 100 emails and getting back 50 that say, yes, I'll take a discount for a quick sale? And then you send out another email that reduces the price even more, then another, then another, then another. And then a handful of very motivated sellers needing to sell at exactly the price that you need, exactly what you need to use asset-based lenders to buy as many cash-flowing assets as you possibly can. Would you like that? Fucking right you will. Oh, and how much does pulling a list and sending out a few emails cost? Nothing, zero, nada. Again, it's a numbers game. Make 100 offers, drive the price down on as many as you can. Many want to sell, only a handful need to sell. And that's where you get wealthy. Not on one deal, research, 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 one deal, research, research, research. Hope the offer gets accepted. No way. Make lots of offers, get the right sellers to say yes that will discount, use asset-based loans, and close. Isn't that exactly what you're looking for to explode your wealth as quickly as possible? To do that right now? Well, you can. The only thing that's stopping you is the information and the application of that information to help you make that happen for you and your family. So if you want to have amazing results, you have to follow in the footsteps of those that have succeeded. However, if you do what most people do, you're going to get the same results that most people have. And I'm pretty sure that the average human is broke. Change your strategy, get the right deals at the right price and buy it without having to use your own money ever. Now, if that doesn't excite you, I don't know what the hell will. I hope this was very informative. I hope you're ready to do something different in order to have extremely unique results that will not only shape you financially, but allow you to do whatever the hell you want to do in your life. Now, on the next episode, I'm going to go over a secret sauce that'll help you create, yes, create as many amazing deals as you ever wanted. See you on the next one.
1: If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday, even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night. This course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.